You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, powerful people, for another episode. We're so excited about this episode. So I'm going to give you an oxymoron. Perfectly perfect. Uh, Yeah, most people say nothing is perfect. And you might be true there. Everything is fallible except for God. But I want to talk about this for a second. I want to talk about perfectly perfect because we were perfectly designed to be perfectly who we are. Yes, you were perfectly made and designed just how you were. In fact, I love the scripture that says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Everything about me is so wonderful and great. Well, That's what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to walk away with three points. We're going to talk about nobody else being able to be you. You are uniquely you. And within you, you have a secret. Yes, it's your own secret. And third, we're going to talk about that power to build up everything that's around us. We're going to get into that just a moment after this word from our sponsor. Thank you to Exponential Edge Adventures for being our sponsor for this week's episode. Calling all career women who want to execute. Do you desire to get better results? Are you seeking to influence others? Maybe you want to be seen for the support that you give. Or do you seek to improve the quality of the systems around you? We have a solution to support you. We're offering a free execution profile to help you identify your superpowers and leverage them. Just go to simplytomorrow.com and get yours today. Use the offer code SOLUTION. Act fast. All right, all right, all right, my powerful people. Are you ready? Let's talk about this. Perfectly perfect. You know, once upon a time, I was not to the point where I was okay with myself. I'll be totally honest and transparent. I've shared that here on the podcast. I've shared that during my time as being a leader. I've shared that as being, you know, on platforms when I'm able to speak, uh, ministering and in my new book, Powerful. I talk about that, right? Because I wasn't happy with me. And then one day, (laughs) yes, one day I fell in love with myself for real. I used to say it and it was superficial on the outside, but I really had internal problems and everything. And you know what? I love me. I love some me. Now I'm not going to act like I don't have times where I get down because I do right now. I'm in the middle of a personal crisis. Um, some things is happening, um, in the, amidst my family and you know, it hurts. It hurts, especially again, being a mother, you know, with my child and, but it still doesn't destroy or it can't have me, can't have my hope. One of my favorite songs is I choose to worship. And so I choose today, I choose today to have a wonderful, perfectly well attitude, no matter what it looks like. I, I determine my attitude and my altitude. And so I choose to go high all the time. Now, again, I'm not dismissing people and I have had my moments, I promise you. 
a couple hours before even taping this, you know, I was, I was, you know, it, it was trying to get to me. The situation was, and I had to talk to myself and, you know, I, I have some strategies that I do and they work now, you know, before when I was younger, some of those things didn't work. Um, and it wasn't because they didn't work is because I really didn't know how to work them. And now uh, I'm not a novice anymore. And so I know how to work some things and I know how to get myself out of those situations, those binds when I get in there. And as well, I know how to reach out to people if I need to reach out to people. And so today I want to talk about us being designed. We are perfectly designed to be us. We were created to be perfectly ourselves. Now, do we have some uh, infallible parts of us? Of course. Do we have some issues and things? Of course. But you are so unique and so wonderful. I want to talk a minute about the first point in being no one has your touch DNA. No one has your touch DNA. So if you're a crime enthusiast like I am, I, I love my crime shows. Uh, even stuff like 48 hours. And I don't like what has happened on 48 hours, but I do like to solve them. There's always been something in me. I think it's the sleuth part of me. Uh, I love to see things um, unfold and, and I love to see uh, when the underdog has come out and won. And so I love watching, you know, certain shows. And if you're like me, uh, one of mine uh, used to be um, uh, that I watched all the time was law and order. And you know, when they find things out, they, you know, came up with a a play, a way of, of being able to detect DNA. And it's this particular one called touch DNA. Now, I don't want to argue about the validity of it because there are some arguments about it being, you know, accurate to be able to do. I want you to just use it in your mind's eye as a way of seeing this. Right. So touch DNA is the DNA that's left at a crime scene. Right. It only takes, they say, about seven or eight cells from the outer layer of the skin for them to be able to predict whose DNA it was in, and that you were actually there at the, at the crime scene. If you were, you know, none of us were, we we're just, again, using this. Think about that in the natural sense, you're able to touch something, something, someone, some process, some program, some calling, and you're able to touch it and leave your presence. And it only takes a few, a few skin cells. So just think if, if it only takes a little bit of you to touch and impact somebody else. How awesome and wonderful is that? So you all know why I'm always excited. And you know that I love, I love, I love encouraging. That's who I am. That's my touch DNA. When I leave someone, my goal is for them to be better for them to be inspired, for them to be more enthused, for them to be, uh, 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 transformed. And, and I don't use that word loosely because some people use that word and it's just a casual word. No, like I want to change people's lives. And I know it, it takes some succession sometimes to do that. But when you plant that seed, that seed is definitely going to grow. And so many of you, my, my loyal followers, if you're new to this, um, I am the author of a new book. It's called Powerful, Growing You and Unlock Your Purpose <laughs> by none other than Bridget Brown Jackson. That would be me. Uh, I'm so very excited. This is my third book. My other two books were children's books. And so I started writing this book actually in 2000, around 2000, 2001, I really started putting it pen to paper, right? And when I say everything in life could come at me in 2001, it did. Then in 2002, it did. 
And then a couple years later, it did again and again and again, if you get my point. I put the book back out to start writing it in 2010. And then in 2010, I was caring for a family member and uh, she was on respite care, uh, but was doing well, doing well, had had major surgery, was fine. Doctorate release had been monitoring for three months. She was going to be able to go home. And the week before we started getting things situation for her to leave our home, which she was doing respite care at um, just to get herself back on her feet to go back to our home and living on her own, you know, being able to care for herself. She died laying on what we transform transformed my family room into a, a bedroom for her so she could stay on the lower level. We had two low two levels to my home and she passed away. So the book went to the side again. Pulled the book back out again. Then life lifed me again. Now I'm saying all of this to encourage you. It doesn't matter about when those kinds of things that happen, because guess what? The secret is within you. Within you, you have the secret to be able to accomplish anything. All of that only taught me to be more perseverant and be more persistent, right? So I have the book. And I had started writing the book, but I kept putting it away, putting it away, putting it away. Would you believe that COVID sparked something? Well, actually, it started before COVID, but COVID really solidified it. Because pre-COVID, I got my two children's books uh, published and they were out. Started my own imprint. And so very, very proud to be able to have that business and everything. But I still was putting off this major project because it was different than kind of doing the children's book. Children's book, the hardest part was getting the illustrator. Mostly the story had already been written. I wrote the story years ago. But this book, because it was so much of my heart, it was kind of different to get it out. Right. But I had all the secrets in me. So I had to go back to what I do. I coach and consult. And so I had to think about my behavior preference. So I have a tendency. I am a interactive type person, right? So I care about people. I'm really into being emotionally attached to people. Uh, in, in other words, for them to have a great experience. You could take it in the sense of, of on an airplane, think about the flight attendant. So we call the interactive type people flight attendants, right? So the flight attendant is about taking care of you, right? All while you're on that flight, you're going to have the best experience possible. They tend to you, they care about you. Well, that's my type of personality, right? Um, but actually at the same time, that same personality preference gives me some kryptonite that sometimes because I am so moved emotionally, because again, I'm all about people that I can sometimes <laughs> not complete things, or at least I used to. You, if you've been listening faithfully, you know I've been doing some things. We talked about procrastination several times on here. And so 2020, procrastination stopped. It's like, no, that will not define you. So within you, you have the secret to everything. So whilst I have this incredible superpower, this incredible, incredible, incredible talent that I call being an interactive person, on the flip side of that coin is that I may not have the stamina sometimes because I'm so on the emotional side to get the task done. 
And I'll be honest with you, being in my leadership role, being a school leader for almost uh, 20 years, running businesses, being a full-time mom, going to school. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I do not like tasks. I can sit and talk to a person all day long. But when I know that about myself, then I know what the constraints are. I can identify with the blind spots and then I know what I need to do. So when I say everything was within you, basically all of us, if you espouse to the DISC assessment, I'm a DISC certified consultant. And so I do, I teach this precious everywhere I go. You have the I, I'm sorry, you have the D first. Let's go to the D. I'm always trying to go to the I. The D is first. The D is decisive, right? Very, very uh, problem-centered, results-oriented, driven. That's that type of personality preference. And then, as you said, as I already said, you have the I, interactive. The I, again, is all revolved around people, very uh, open, uh, uh, enthusiastic, right? And so you have that. Then you have the S. The S is all about stability and stableness and the pacing of the environment, as well as being the support for others. And last but not least, you have the C, which is cautious. And that is about quality control, how people uh, govern themselves according to rules of other people. So very systematic and most times very high C's are very perfectionist, right? So you got all of those. They're inside of you. It's within you. So your touch DNA to be able to touch people, you have a preference in how you're going to go about how you do what you're assigned to do while you're on this earth. Well, also you got passions and values that those are the reasons why you do some of what you do. So you got the how, your behavior, how I tend to behave. I tend to behave as an interactive person, but I also have a passion towards people as well too. So I'm very altruistic. So I, I also dispense the value index profile. And on that, I learned so much about myself that again, everything was within me in order to do it. So once I flipped getting this book done, I had to turn it around and think about this book. I kept procrastinating with it. I kept putting it off. But if I truly was an altruistic person and I cared about other people and helping other people, this book is not just about re generating revenue. This book is about helping people in the midst of crisis, helping people who have not been able to be productive. How can you experience success and then you don't reach back down to help somebody else? When I turn that around, like this book has to come out because it's not about me. Somebody else is seeking the lesson that I seek to teach. Wow. I'm going to just let you resonate on that for a moment. Yeah. See, that's the other thing that eyes do. We like to talk a lot. <laughs> and so I move fast and I have to slow down and give time. You might be an introverted type person. So you need a little bit more time to process, a little bit more time to think. And see, I don't. I just move at light speed and I have to teach myself to slow down. That comes into knowing yourself. And so the other thing is, do you truly know your emotional quotient? Do you know your EQ? You can go back through these podcasts. You're going to hear me talk a lot about emotional intelligence. Why? Because I think it's so valuable. Once I started working in that area, when I say my life started tripling, I was going to say doubling, 
but it really started tripling and quadrupling. I was able to do some amazing things in a short amount of time that I couldn't do in decades because of the fact that I started being more self-aware, regulating myself, having empathy, empowering the social skills that I already possessed, and then doing a lot of motivation for myself as well as for others. So everything that you need to do in life, it's all wrapped up inside of you already. You're perfectly perfect. So that's what I mean by that. So my last and final point that I want to make is the power to build up is all around you. Your touch DNA can help change the world because the fact that you attract power. Do you hear me? You are a magnet for power. And you have the ability to be able to propel powerlessness. I don't care what it feels like. You have it. I know you have it. It's there inside of you. We were all created and designed to solve somebody's problem. So the other day I got into a bind and I'm working on a project. I got some content, some things that I do. So I, I have a business called Exponential Edge Adventures. And so I have some content that uh, I'm creating, right? And I was in a bind and I couldn't do it. But guess what? All I did was go to my guy on Fiverr. <laughs> and guess what? Instantaneously, my problem was solved. Why? Because he was created to solve my problem. Right now, you're listening to this. And if you're down or you know somebody that's down, you're like, oh, my God, she is so hype <laughs> or whatever you want to call me. But she helped motivate. I hear that a lot. You know, I've been an educator for almost 30 years. I've been in business for a long time. <laughs> I have eight children, 10 grandchildren. Uh and a, a ministry I've been doing for almost 30 years, right? So I've been able to encourage people and lift people up. In fact, I had a counseling session this morning, early this morning. And so I've been able to, to lift people up. You know why? Because that's the problem that I was created to solve. What problem were you created to solve? Because we all solve a problem. Apple solves a problem for me every day. It allows me to get on the phone and FaceTime my wonderful grandson, or allows him to text his Mimi. You know, right now I'm using a program to be able to record this. Guess what? The designer, the engineer is solving a problem that I need. When I go to Nike outlet, Nike solves a problem for me because it enables me to buy shoes that I can go running and walking in. Well, mostly walking, but I liked how that sounded the first time. <laughs> you can laugh right there. <laughs> but I do try to jog every now and then. But I'm getting back to it. Weather is warmed up. Uh, for those people that don't know, I'm recording in Michigan. So Michigan, we have that crazy weather. So now I'm able to get back outside and I love the outdoors. So again, you know, Nike provides me with something to be able to, to do that. Uh, I'm sitting here right now and I have paper and pencil in front of me. Well, Mead or whoever the person who is that created your stuff. Let me see. I got a big pen. So Bic, uh solved a problem. We needed to be able to write. So they created a pen that you didn't have to dip in ink like we had to do centuries ago. 
right? So we all solve a problem and you have everything within you to solve that problem. Now, I had to get some help to help me understand how to put the puzzle together to solve other people's problems. And now again, I say, I've always been an encourager. I've always been one to want to inspire people. But now I'm able to use the ability of psychometrics, the disc assessment, the values assessment, the attributes assessment, and to be able to help people take those things and learn more about themselves so then they can take themselves to the next level. So when they touch anything, their touch DNA is left at such a powerful level. And I'm just excited. I am just really, really excited. In fact, I was uh, sharing with uh, someone a couple months ago about how incredibly and powerful they are. But here's another caveat to that. We have to be with the right people in the right place and doing the right thing. So there's some other pieces to that. And this particular person that I was talking to, they were in a relationship. And I kept sharing with them, you know, trying to keep my opinions to myself because, again, as interactive behavior preference, uh, my preference is to share my opinions with other people, even when they're not solicited. So this particular person was close to me. <laughs> and so I, I didn't like, uh, in particular, what they were doing with their life. But again, that wasn't for me to be able to make that judgment call. So what I only thing that I did was I told them, I'm not going to give you any advice, even though at this time they really were asking me. This is the only thing that I put out there. I said, I just want to make this statement and you understand it. If you have someone taking a position that the right person was supposed to take, then the wrong person is occupying that space and the right person can't come in. See, that's something that I know personally from firsthand experience. I couldn't put my husband in his position. He couldn't put me in my position because we both were dating people that were not in alignment with what God had purposed for our lives. And I won't go get into our testimony, but if you go on one of the episodes, I guarantee you I talked about it. But we were divinely put together, but it took some years. Number one, we had to be more self-aware. Two, we had to become more authentic to ourselves. We had to get rid of uh, limiting beliefs, number three. But number four, we had to not have other people that were not aligned with us taking up and occupying a space for the right person that needed to be in the right place doing the right things. And six years after my first divorce, God showed me six years before I married my husband, he showed it to me, but it didn't come to play because all those other variables were in the play. And so I just wanted to share that with you. I just wanted to share that story because that might be hitting somebody and resonating with somebody. Make sure you have the right thing in place. It might not be a person. It could literally be a thing. If the wrong thing is occupying what the right thing is supposed to occupy, then you're not going to have that peace. We were perfectly designed to be perfect and to have incredibly perfect lives. Now, that doesn't mean everything is going to be perfect, but we were uniquely made 
for our life, our journey, and for our impression, our touch DNA to impact the world beyond us. How you doing with that? I almost sounded like Wendy Williams a minute ago. How you doing? I just want you to think about that. I just want you to resonate on that and know that you are awesomely, wonderfully, and powerfully designed to do some great exploits. Go be great. As I say always, coach me and I'll learn. Challenge me and I'll grow. Believe in me and I'll win. I believe in you. You are a winner. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I want to share something to clarify. I want to make sure that we're perfectly clear when I talked about the right people being on the right, uh, being in the right place, doing the right things. My husband and I were divorced and we were divorced from, you know, different people, my current husband, and we were divorced from our, our first marriages. We started dating afterwards, but the people we were dating were not who God assigned us to. The two of us were assigned to each other, but we had the wrong people. And when the wrong people were both in our lives, we couldn't come together. Um, I'm not condoning anything. I don't want anybody to take that out of context. Uh, There was no infidelity. My husband and I did not even know each other. So I want to make that perfectly clear so no one takes that. That does not mean you get to just go do wrong things. But I want you to soul search in your life. If there are things that are out of place, if the right people are in your life, uh, making sure the right things are in your life, making sure you're in the right place that you're supposed to be in your life. And so making sure that those things are there. Want to make sure I clarified that. Again, as always, if you have a topic idea, I would love, absolutely love to hear it. You can email me at ordainededucator at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts and your opinions as well. If you love this podcast, please make sure you have subscribed so that you can be notified when our latest ones come out. As well, could you recommend it to a friend? You can start right now by clicking the share and sharing this with someone. I appreciate it if you're looking for uh, to be on the podcast as well. You can email uh, ordainededucator at gmail.com. All of that information is listed in our show notes as well. Again, I appreciate your valuable time because you didn't have to be here. Thank you.